welcome to another episode of Write With Influence. I've got a super simple lesson for you today that's gonna help you get clear in your mind some of the key benefits of your product. And this is so important in copywriting. You've got to get straight to the point and people need to know within seconds, what's your big promise? Why should they care? So last week, I actually took a week out from work to do a screenwriting retreat with 10 other attendees to study writing for film and TV. Now, this was a subject that I studied at university and it was a brilliant refresh of those skills. The people on the course were great, lots of award-winning writers, even a BAFTA winning producer, just very, very sharp people and great storytellers. Now, one of the reasons I love screenwriting is because it's very similar to copywriting. You can't be waffly. You've got to get to the heart of a story very quickly. Your characters need to be vibrant. And because you're writing for screen, you can't tell the audience what your characters are like. You've got to find ways to dramatically and visually demonstrate their essence. So one of the examples that we looked at was the opening scene of Killing Eve, which is a British drama about a female assassin. In it, we see Eve in an ice cream parlor. She's eating a bowl of ice cream and she makes eye contact with a child who's also there eating her ice cream and the child smiles at her. And for a minute or so, the two playfully watch, mimic each other without any dialogue. They're at two separate tables, the little girls with her mum. Eventually, Eve gets up after she's finished. She walks towards the door and casually but deliberately knocks the girl's ice cream into her lap, much to the shock of the people around her as she strides out of the door. Immediately, we have a sense of Eve's essence, of her character. We get the idea of her dark humour, her playfulness, but also her cruelty. It's brilliant. Such good writing. So how does this relate to copywriting? Well, you kind of want to do the same when you're thinking about your product. You want to boil down the essence of it in simple terms. Simplicity in copywriting and in sales is critical. So there's a book that I'm reading at the moment. I've just finished it. It's a neat little sales book called Samurai Selling. It's by a guy called Chuck Laughlin and a lady called Karen Sage. And it looks at parallels between samurai training and sales training based on the idea that the code of the Japanese samurai is grounded in service and in personal character. But it's got a lot of practical advice. It's only short, um, but it's written by people who really understand how people make buying decisions and how to make great sales demonstrations. And one of the things they talk about was hammering home this idea of simplicity. In fact, at one point, they actually quote a study that was done using mice and they found that the more sensory distractions the mice had, the harder it was to make even simple decisions. And I think I think most people can relate to that. It's um, It makes me think of if you're driving somewhere new, uh, but you've got a car full of chatty people or someone asking you constant questions and you're trying to split your attention between negotiating directions and driving safely and then the distraction of, you know, someone in your ear rabbiting on. Um, or uh, something that uh, I, I, I know I've experienced is <laughs> the, the, the inability to make a, a decision in a food market. Now, I'm a big foodie. I love food. I love the idea of a food market bustling and vibrant, but I just personally can't deal with that kind of chaos and then make a choice from 50 different sandwiches that all sound amazing. And the authors in the the book of Samurai Selling, they mention this. They talk about how if a prospect is facing information overload, if you're just like a walking encyclopedia about your product and telling them everything it does, quite often it results in 
irritation, boredom, that inability to want to take decisive action, as well as a sort of resounding feeling of so what? You're basically just pouring on water into, you know, the, the fire of desire for your product. So when you're talking about your product, about why someone should care, you want to boil it down into simple terms. So today I'm going to give you a really nice framework for doing this that helps you boil down the essence of your product into these simple but evocative terms. It's called stop, start, without. It's a way to think about and identify the contrast, the transformation that you have in your customer's life, and then also really drive the message home by explaining why achieving this transformation is easier than they think. And it helps you create messaging that zeroes in on what your customer really cares about, rather than giving them this sensory overload of everything that you do. Welcome to Pinky Sprinkles Ice Cream Shop. Have you been here before? No? Let me walk you through it. It's very simple. We have 87 different flavors. This week's featured flavors are mango and onion, salted orange with a hint of toothpaste, and passion fruit rum and bovril. Oh, they sound disgusting. We also have 25 different cones and bowls to choose from, including a classic waffle. But if you're not a monster, you may be interested in our vegan corn starch bag, which disappears almost as soon as the ice cream is served. Finally, we have 32 different combinations of sprinkles, including edible glitter, inedible glitter. What? Between the 87 flavors, 25 bowl choices and 32 different sprinkles, it's possible to create 4 billion unique combinations of dessert. If you came here every day, which I hope you will do, it would take you around three years to try them all. I don't think that's right. What's more, we have 41% less packaging between the months of February and May this year than we did in the months of June to September of 1989, so it really is guilt-free ice cream. Not calorifically, of course, but environmentally. Do you like ESG? Pretty sure that brings me out in hives. We even do DNA testing to match you to the perfect flavor. So, what'll it be? All right, Amy, where'd you get that? Ice cream van. What did you get? 99, with a flake. Does he have any other flavors? No. Let's see if we can catch him. Hey, come back, give me your blood type. Ice cream. Okay, so let's start with the stop-start piece in the stop-start-without framework. What I want you to think about is this. As a result of using your product, what can your customer stop doing and what can they start doing that they couldn't do before? I'll walk you through, but what's important here is that you're choosing things to show a contrast that your customer wants to have. So when you're thinking about the stop elements, you know, really think about what does your customer no longer have to do because of your product? And there's many different ideas that you can come up with, but here's a few areas that tend to generate good stop ideas. One, negative emotions. Two, wasted time. Three, annoying tasks. So first, let's look at negative emotions. Can you help your customer stop feeling bad about something? If you're a life coach, this might be stopping people feeling feeling bad about not living the life they feel that they're supposed to or have the potential for. Um, if you're an optician, 
you could stop your customer from feeling embarrassed or uncomfortable if they can't see things crystal clear. Um, I just went to the opticians this week. My eyesight has improved because I'm a high achiever. I'm kidding. Um, my prescription's only very, very slight, but even when I was younger, I would feel pretty intimidated if I was in a club or a restaurant without my glasses or my contact lenses. If I couldn't see things crystal clear, it made me feel very out of place. So if you can eliminate a negative emotion, unease, discomfort, embarrassment, uh, fear, it's a really good thing to include in your copy. Next is wasted time. So does your customer currently have to waste time either doing something the long way around or maybe waiting for something to be done that you can help with. For example, you might have software for analytics that means customers can pull reports in minutes instead of weeks. A lot of software companies that I've worked for in the past um, have really been focused on this area of efficiency resulting in huge time savings for clients. And naturally, we would want to show those time savings and mention that in the copy. Or does it mean that you can help them get results sooner? Maybe you have some kind of accelerated program so that they can learn to play the House of the Rising Sun on the oboe in just two weeks instead of 12 months or however long that takes. So think about the ways that you can save them time, um, which basically equates to how you can help them stop wasting time. Finally, the third thing that you um, is a good area for things to, that you can stop is annoying chores. So what irritating tasks can you take clean off their plate so that they never have to deal with them again? This, I think of this in two ways. It might be an actual task that they have to do that your product eliminates, or it could be a knock-on effect. So let me explain what I mean by that. Some products eliminate the need for a task altogether, a dishwasher, eliminates the need to wash dishes. A dog walker eliminates the need for you to rush home from work to let the dog out. Other products have a knock-on eliminating effect. For example, uh, let's say you're a manager, you take an intensive facilitation and coaching course. Now this might mean you're able to get your team to work better together, eliminating the need to play referee or you know deal with fights and conflict or squabbles over petty disagreements. So those are three springboards for you to think about ideas for what your customer can stop doing. Emotions, stop wasting time and stop doing annoying chores. So what about what can they start doing? To come up with ideas for this, um, I want you to think about the following. Now that they don't have to spend time and energy on the things that they can stop doing, what do they have time and energy to do? That's one area to think of what you can start doing. Another area is what actual results will they see from using your product? So for example, if they no longer need to wash dishes, they can spend more time cleaning other parts of the house. Yay. I'm kidding. That's a terrible start. But if they stop washing dishes, maybe they can spend some more time with their family or catching up on some more fun activities. If you're a fitness coach and they no longer have to spend time sifting through confusing or conflicting information about getting fit, then maybe they can really start focusing on bigger fitness goals, a marathon or competitions or something. If you're a life coach and they no longer have to feel bad about not living the life that they want, then maybe they can start feeling more excited and more motivated to get up in the morning and design a day that they're going to love. 
it's good to remember that when you're looking at this stop start area, it's not just the start things shouldn't just be the opposite of the stop. A weak stop start would be stop feeling bad so you can start to feel good. You know, you really want to think about these things and try to create a vivid contrasting experience that they can visualize. Um, another example, if you provided debt advice or consolidation help, um, perhaps instead of scrimping for coupons, they can stop that and start planning their next holiday or a new car that they can actually afford with peace of mind. Really focus on the contrast of specific hassles and frustrations that they can give up and then all the wonderful things that they can do, see, feel now that your product is in their life. All right, finally, we're gonna talk about the without piece in the stop start without framework. The without piece is there to soothe potential objections, to get attention and to show people that the promise you're making to them in the stop start um, area is actually easier than they thought. Now, if you go to the podcast page, you'll see that this week's artwork is based on The Matrix, the film The Matrix, where Keanu Reeves' character is able to master Kung Fu without having to spend years and years and thousands of hours of practicing. Who wouldn't want that? We love shortcuts. So this is also an opportunity, the without piece, to find something different about your products or the way you do things to make you stand out from the competition. I'm gonna give you a couple of examples. Um, Unbounce is a tool that I use and it allows you to build custom landing pages using a drop drag interface, which means that you don't need any coding knowledge. You can just sort of click, drag, drop and put together a landing page pretty easily and simply. So our stop start without columns may look like this. Stop, losing leads, missing sales, spending hours building landing pages, hiring expensive design agencies. Those are all things this product can help eliminate. Start, our start column might be converting more customers, running multiple campaigns faster, testing more creative ideas, running more segmented testing uh, and advertising much easier and faster. That's what people can now do with this product. And then the without piece would be, it well, could be without knowing how to code, without spending hours building a landing page that looks terrible, without spending thousands of dollars or pounds or euros on a web designer. Let's have a look at another example. Uh, this time for Beachbody On Demand, which does online streaming of fitness videos. It's something like uh, something like $99 a year and you can access all of their workouts as over like 1,500. It's, it's brilliant, I love it. Um, they have a great headline, which is reach your goals anywhere. It really boils down the essence of what they offer. So let's look at what their stop start without elements might be. And the stop column could be spending money on a gym that you don't attend, uh, spending time traveling to the gym, um, stop missing workouts because of bad weather, stop skipping exercise because it's boring, etc., etc. In the start column, we might have, you know, start reaching your fitness goals, stay motivated with a simple workout plan, start getting excited with a variety of workouts, um, start something completely new, start a class in less than five minutes. 
And the without is pretty easy, you know, without leaving home, without investing in expensive workout equipment, without feeling self, self-conscious if you're not comfortable going into a gym. I want you to sit down and think about your product and break it down into those categories. What is the stop column? What can people stop doing? What's the start column? What can they start doing? That's the contrast. That's the big transformation that you have in their life. And then what's the without piece? What's the bit that they may not be expecting? Here's what I'd say when thinking of using this framework. Cast your net far and wide for ideas. Come up with as many as you can think of, but then you want to narrow it down to maybe the one to two things that you think really matter to your customers. We're not looking to pepper people with everything that we do, but we do always want lots of ideas to choose from. So try to boil it down to what you think will be the biggest change in your customer's life and then use the without element to show them that getting there may be easier than they think. That's all for this week. Don't forget to subscribe and feel free to leave a comment or questions on the podcast episode page over at writewithinfluence.com. And remember, look, while we know that we can't all be like Keanu and learn Kung Fu in minutes, If you can show your customer that it's easier than they think, it will definitely get people's attention and encourage them to sign up for what you have to offer. And that concludes day one of your writer novel in 30 days bootcamp. Big round of applause to you all. Yes, well done, well done. Well done, Norma. You did so well. The way you described the young boy's friendship with his imaginary owl, it was poetry. I'm so inspired. I thought it was wonderful, thank you. Um, where are you going? I'm going home. Countdown starts in a minute. You're not going anywhere. You said day one was finished. Of the boot camp workshop lessons, now you write. Where? Here. Lock the doors. I'm sorry, but you all signed up to write a novel in 30 days. And I know what you like. You leave here now and that's not going to happen. You've got to work for it. You've got to bleed for your art. I want to see you bleed, Norma. I'm on blood thinners. It said it would be fun and easy. It said we didn't need to be professional writers or have years of writing experience. Today you wrote a story about a cat that finds a ball of wool and plays with it. It was based on my cat, Ginger. It was bull Picador aren't gonna pick that up. I want you to write about a cat that brings home dead baby birds and then one day wakes up to realise its own venomous, evil existence and goes on a journey of repentance. Ginger didn't go on any journey, she were a house cat. Enough! All of you, sit down. No one goes anywhere until the 30 day boot camp is up. I'm going to miss my grandson's wedding next week. Oh well, at least that's something. Weddings are That's true. Ginger picked up the ball of wool and wished it were a dead baby bird. Yes, Tom! Yes! 